Welcome to your five-minute career hack, where every week, Jamila Brown, Candace Hunt, and Alicia Wade bring you a five-minute career hack with no fluff, just straight action to implement and change the trajectory of your career and compensation. We have something for everyone in every stage of their career. What you will like most is that we give it to you in five minutes or less. Now open up your mind and let us pour out your five-minute career hack. Hey, hackers, and welcome back to another edition of the 5-Minute Career Hack. This week, we are going to talk about crucial conversations. What makes something a crucial conversation will identify what leads to failure there and then what good looks like. Simply put, oh my gosh, I read this book years ago and it's called Relational Intelligence by Dr. Darius Daniels. And one thing that he said, and he constantly says in his ministry is, you can't get life right if you don't get relationships right. And the reason why I wanted to start there is one of the most important concepts in relationships is communication. Because we assume there is some compatibility, right? Like that happens first for you to form a relationship. But if you aren't able to get this component right, right, it is going to really impact your relationships. And there's a book that we use. It's actually called Crucial Conversations. And we utilize this when we are meeting with a team that has a lot of conflict, maybe a new forming team, a team that's shelling together, especially in this remote environment, people that aren't seeing each other often, right? It could The way you communicate is you have to be very um, strategic about it. And so if you're in any of those scenarios where you're new to a team, maybe you are taking on a situation where there was some trouble there, this episode is for you. So the book Crucial Conversations is a great guide that I would tell you, and I'm giving you some highlights. But there's a quote that the book starts with, and I want us to start with that this week. The single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that has taken place. And that was said by George Bernard Shaw. And I couldn't agree more, right? Sometimes it's not what we said or it's our avoidance of it. That brings us to what exactly is a crucial conversation? There's three components that make a conversation crucial, according to our authors. The first one is, is when opinions vary. The second is stakes are high. And the third is emotions are running strong. So I want you to think about if you have some scenarios, you can think that this is what would be considered a crucial conversation. Another component that I would tell you that makes conversation crucial or something to consider when you think about how you have maybe handled this poorly is your lag time. There's a, there's a distance between you feeling there's a problem, right? So you identifying that there is an a difference of opinion or whoa, okay, emotions are pretty strong here. There's a window there between when you identify it and when you address it. There is, you know, a very small window. I think that's how you can determine a relationship. People that are able to handle these situations quickly or be transparent and address them um, openly with people, that impacts your relationships, right? And that's how you can have healthy relationships. Not having conflict is not the barometer, but how quickly you do and your lag time. The next is you have three options, right? When you're faced with this and these things come is, number one, you can avoid it. That's a strategy. Avoidance is a strategy. The second choice you have is to face it and handle it poorly. The third is face it and handle it well. But in order for us to move to handling it well, I really want us to consider times that we have avoided crucial conversations and we faced them, but we didn't handle it well. We handled it poorly. 
Okay, so I want you to take account if you want to pause at this moment and think about what your means of communication was. Right. So if your person that goes to email and you just went there, that's, that's what you do. Right. You write a letter, you text, you blow people up in text. Right. Do you change the subject when you're talking, talk over someone and move to something else? Maybe you write a little post-it note. Right. Or maybe you tell somebody else to tell that person. What is the medium that you choose? Because you need to identify that for you. Don't think about how somebody else has handled a conversation poorly. Think about this for yourself and make it personal. The other piece is when these things come to us, right? So when we think about there's a difference of opinion, there's uh, tempers are running high, there's a lot of stakes here. We tend to turn to our worst. And what we mean by that is we have a natural tendency on how we deal with conflict. Usually the way we deal with conflict is how we would deal with a physical threat. So you have flight or fight, okay? So are you a person that runs away? Are you a person that is like, okay, dukes up? Because your safety, um, or so you feel, you know, maybe there's not a psychological safety, right? Of course. When we are under pressure and when we are caught off guard, these are the things that come up. So you may be thinking like, I, I can't control that. I can't, right? And I would agree with you with that, but I would tell you there are some things that you can do to help you get better. And I think the other part about it is if you're a bystander and you see someone behaving this way, not saying something doesn't help it get better. Five things that we want to do to master and become good at having crucial conversations. And the number one is candor. Some companies even have competencies where they talk about how do you speak with candor? And some people, this is very easy for them, but there's a lot in candor, right? It's ability to listen. It's ability to restate. It's ability to say how it is. It's ability to be comfortable being uncomfortable. All those things play into exhibiting candor. The next is creates the conditions for healthy dialogue. If you're a person that talks over people, if you're a person that is not approachable, and it may not be any fault of your own, but if you're aware that your stature or the way that, you know, maybe your resting face, whatever that may be from a nonverbal standpoint, which is out of your control, doesn't create the condition, how do you combat that? Because people that will have these crucial conversations, right, are good at them, they are aware of how do I create that space? So do you create an opportunity before a touch base or after to always ask for feedback? Do you have a space on your, maybe for your meetings and your agenda to just start the meeting off and ask people, well, what's on your mind right now? Let me know. All Those are some quick tips on how you can create the condition for healthy dialogue. Also, how can you make sure that every meeting isn't filled up or every conversation isn't filled up with all the bullet points and you run out of time? I can't tell you how many corporate meetings I've been on before and the Q&A is, is the first thing that comes off, right? We're getting to the end. Okay, we, we don't have time for the Q&A and it's like, What's up with that? Like, we got questions about this, right? So don't be that person. The third tip is your motives. Only you can check your motives. And you should do that and check in because that's a hard issue. If you are, for instance, holding on to something because it is about power, it's about principle, it's about, the you know, this is just something we've always done. Could you relax that expectation? I don't know. Is it that important? But you have to ask yourself in those moments, is it more important for me to be right? or for me to get it right, which is two different things. The fourth is how do you manage your emotions? 
We talk a lot about emotional intelligence and we have several modules that go into our masterclass for you to check out here if there's an area of emotional intelligence and then our suite of resources that we have for that. I can't do that. That's a whole nother podcast, right? But managing your emotions. Are you aware? Can you assess them? What are your tips? But having a healthy toolkit on how you manage that is critical. And last but not least is creating the condition. So we talked about conditions for healthy dialogue, but then also the condition for us to have this crucial conversation, which means that may not need to happen in public. It may not need to happen right now if we're both upset. We may need to say, let's take a time out. <laughs> let's put a date, right? So that that lag time doesn't get big. But this, these are some tips. Hopefully this has helped you this week. This is important. Because if you don't get relationships right, you can't get life right. Um, but pass this along. Love for you to rate and share your comments below on what you took away. And as always, be well. There's no need to struggle or be frustrated in silence about your career or compensation. It's open enrollment in our Career Hackers community. Try it out for one month absolutely free. You won't regret it. Visit our website at 5minutecareerhack.teachable.com. You can also follow us on IG and LinkedIn. Don't forget to rate, review, and share with others. Thank you for listening.